When sin entered the world, man's life was drastically changed. Let's see those changes and sin's characteristics today from the International Gospel Hour. Stay tuned. Hi, this is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. For almost 90 years, Churches of Christ have proclaimed God's Word through International Gospel Hour. You are about to listen to another Bible-based lesson with Jeff Archie of International Gospel Hour, starting now. I am bound for the promised land. Well, greetings to everyone, and it's so good to have you with us today. We appreciate our Jay Webb and his kind introductions to our program. Jay Webb is our announcer, and we love him dearly, and I'll tell you what... Because of the nature of our broadcast today, I'm going back to Jay right now and let Jay tell you a little bit more about our app for your smartphone. Have you downloaded the International Gospel Hour app for your iPhone or Android? Go to the App Store for iPhones and Google Play for your Android, search International Gospel Hour, and download our app free. Our app allows access to our website, social media, podcast, our YouTube channel, and other resources. Please download the International Gospel Hour app today. It's free. Our study today comes from Genesis 3, the first ten verses, that says, Now the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, Has God indeed said, You shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, We may eat the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, You shall not eat it, nor shall you touch it, lest you die. Then the serpent said to the woman, You will not surely die, for God knows that in the day you eat of it, your eyes will be opened, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree desirable to make one wise, She took of its fruit and ate. She also gave to her husband with her, and he ate. Then the eyes of both of them were opened, and they knew that they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves coverings. And they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day, and Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. Then the Lord God called to Adam and said to him, Where are you? So he said, I heard your voice in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, and I hid myself. And he said, Who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree of which I commanded you that you should not eat? Then the man said, The woman whom you gave to be with me, she gave me of the tree, and I ate. And the Lord God said to the woman, What is this you have done? The woman said, The serpent deceived me, and I ate. Again, that's Genesis 3, verses 1 through 13. Let me correct that. It was the Apostle John who wrote that sin has three avenues of enticement for man, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, 1 John 2, 16. Although our Lord was tempted by Satan in these three ways, He was able to completely overcome, Matthew 4, 1 through 11, and Hebrews 4, 15. Eve was also tempted in these three ways. The forbidden fruit was pleasant to look upon. It had a delicious flavor to the taste, and it could impart wisdom. However, she was overcome by sin. Genesis 3, 1-6, 2 Corinthians 11, 3. 
And when sin entered the world, man's life was drastically changed. We will identify some of these changes found in Genesis 3. First, sin produces guilt, for sin is a violation of divine law, 1 John 3 verse 4. Recognizing his sin, a good conscience becomes a guilty conscience. The Creator had clearly forbidden the eating of the fruit from the tree of knowledge, Genesis 2.17. This was forbidden under the penalty of death. Having eaten of the forbidden fruit, Adam and Eve were confronted by God about their actions, Genesis 3.11. Although their sins differed, Eve was deceived, 2 Corinthians 11.3, and Adam was not deceived, 1 Timothy 2.14, but both were guilty of disobedience. Their good consciences were exchanged for guilty ones. Try as they would, neither was able to justify his actions with excuses. Adam's attempt to place the blame for his sin on Eve and on the Creator failed, Genesis 3.12. Eve's effort to blame the serpent, Genesis 3.13, was also in vain. Each had sinned, and each stood guilty before God. Second, sin produces guilt, and guilt produces shame. When the woman was created and given to man, they both were naked, the man and his wife, and were not ashamed, Genesis 2.25. But after sin had entered the garden, that innocence was gone. The eyes of them both were opened, and they knew they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves aprons, Genesis 3.7. It was sin that has connected nakedness and shame together. No sin, no shame. There is no blush upon an angel's brow. The Biblical Illustrator, page 196. Shame is defined by Webster as a painful emotion caused by consciousness of guilt, shortcoming, or impropriety. So long as God's will reigns supreme and sin is avoided, shame will not enter. My people shall never be ashamed, declared Jehovah. Joel 2:26 and 27. Third, sin produces fear. Following their sin... Adam and Eve heard the voice of the Lord walking in the garden in the cool of the day, and Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God amongst the trees of the garden, Genesis 3.8. In response to the Lord's inquiry about their actions, Adam replied, I heard thy voice in the garden, and I was afraid, Genesis 3.10. What a contrast! Before their fall, Adam and Eve were perfectly at ease in the presence of the Lord. The guilt and shame produced by sin resulted in fear, It was the fear of accountability for their sin. Number four, sin produces warfare. Before sin entered, man enjoyed a complete peace with his Creator, but sin makes man the enemy of God, James 4, 4, and Romans 8, verse 7. When peace between the Creator and man is gone, there are numerous consequences. Among these are two in particular. Sin destroys man's peace of mind, and it destroys his ability to be at peace with his fellow man. Psalm 51, 3 and James 4, 1 and 2. The peace that Adam and Eve enjoyed with God before their sin resulted in perfect peace within each of them, and an equally perfect peace between them. Next, the characteristics of sin's consequences are the same today as in the days of Adam and Eve. Guilt, shame, fear, and enmity will always follow sin. Peace that is coveted so highly by man is possible only through Jesus Christ, who remits the guilt, stain, and eternal consequences of sin. John 14:27, John 16:33, and Romans 5 and verse 1.
Sin always results in much sorrow and great tragedy. In the words of the wise man from Proverbs 14.34, Righteousness exalts a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. We look about us today and see the fruits of sin, broken hearts, broken health, broken lives, broken families, broken relationships, etc. There is no sin without destructive consequences. Although the sin of David and Bathsheba in 2 Samuel 12, 2-4 was a private sin, the consequences were devastating. For he that will love life and see good days, let him refrain his tongue from evil and his lips that they speak no guile. Let him eschew evil and do good. Let him seek peace and ensue it. 1 Peter 3, 10 and 11. Therefore, friends, we have had a great study from Genesis 3 concerning the characteristics of sin. I'd like to go back to one thought there, how the characteristics of sin's consequences are the same today as in the days of Adam and Eve. How true that is. Guilt, shame, fear, enmity will always follow sin. That is so true, folks. But you know, peace that is coveted so highly by man is possible only through Jesus Christ who remits that guilt, stain, and eternal consequences of sin. And we noted John 14:27, John 16:33, and Romans 5:1. That part of this study I wanted to back up and think about. How thankful we are for Jesus Christ who remits the guilt, the stain, and eternal consequences of sin. We can change our lives, friends, and to glory be to God. We realize that our listeners here from International Gospel Hour vary over a number of different ways. We bring forth some study that we think will be of help. That is our aim each and every broadcast. And we like to encourage friends to continue their studies with us by mail or by online. We'd like to send you a free Bible course available by mail. Now, we offer this quite often on our broadcast because we like for individuals to study the Word of God on their own. I'm sure you've had time that you'd want to question something, that you want to dig a little deeper and search those scriptures. That's a noble thing. They did that in Acts 17, 10, and 11. We'd like to share with you this free Bible study course that will be of help to you. Here is our J-Web with those details. Friends, the International Gospel Hour offers for free a Bible study course available by mail. That's right. At your own pace, you can study the Bible in your own home. It's free. Give it a try. Please call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and leave your name, address, and just say, Home Study. That's it. You may also go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com, click on the Contact tab, and leave us the same information, name, address, and type Home Study in the message box. We'll send it right away. Thank you for your interest in the things that be of God. Folks, I want to thank Brother Charles Brown for our study today, courtesy of The Messenger from May 1995, and the East Tennessee School of Preaching, now known as the Southeast Institute of Biblical Studies, located in Knoxville, Tennessee. What an awesome periodical on that certain month of May 1995 that dealt with sin. 
And today it was my pleasure to bring back a wonderfully written article on the characteristics of sin by Charles Brown. We hope that it will help you grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and to avoid the consequences or the characteristics of sin and the consequences rather therein. Thanks for joining me today on the International Gospel Hour broadcast. I'm Jeff Archie and friends, keep listening. Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. To God goes all the glory. And we hope that our study today will draw you closer to His Word to walk in His way. To listen to it again or other broadcasts, please visit our website at internationalgospelhour.com. God be with you.